welcome to the Inclusive Networker Podcast, where we make network marketers, small business owners, and solopreneurs aware of blind spots that could be keeping their networks and businesses small. We give them tips and simple, practical tools to make their businesses more inclusive, and we teach our listeners how to build inclusive communities that support diverse customers, team members, and business partners. So if you want to authentically build relationships with diverse communities of customers or business partners, you are in the right place. But be warned, you will be challenged. But here's the thing, you won't be judged. I'm your host, Dr. Ramona. I'm a speaker, coach, consultant, public health professor, wife, mom, and a fierce challenger of broken systems that keep people from reaching their highest potential. I'm so excited to be with you on your journey to becoming an inclusive networker. Let's jump right in. Hey, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of the Inclusive Networker Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ramona, and who am I calling into conversation today? Well, it's Sandra Scayano. I am so excited to have Sandra here, and I am going to tell you just a little bit about her uh, before we get started. So with over 20 years in PR and marketing for the world's most recognizable brands, Sandra helps entrepreneurs entrepreneurs and small business owners build their business through web design, course and membership development, content creation, and a mix of digital strategies. She is the host of the fabulous Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scayano, now in its third year, where she talks business building, digital strategy, and mindset all in her unique, relatable style. And she is the creator of the PEAK, P-E-A-K, framework for course building success, a four-step foundational framework for course and membership site development. So I am so excited to have you, Sandra, today as my guest. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much. I am really excited to be here and dive in. Yes. Well, I always start with this same question uh, with my guest. And so I want to ask you, tell me a little bit about your lens. What is your background? Why do you see the world the way that you do? Well, you know, I always have to lead with Jersey. I'm a Jersey girl. White (laughs) white woman Jersey girl is really um, the perspective, but that put me in such a melting pot of a, of a time growing up. Um, you know, we were the proximity to New York city as well. Um, all of my years growing up, going into New York and in my formative years of high school, really spending a lot of time in different communities in in the city, uh, really shaped who I am and the way I think and how, um, outgoing I think I am as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for kind of telling us that and and uh, where you're from. And I, I absolutely love uh, New York, Jersey, all of that area. I have always been uh, living in the deep south, but have traveled there several times and have just loved the, the it's a true change <laughs> in culture from South Georgia to New York, yes. right? New Jersey. Um, but wonderful, wonderful uh, cities. And so um, I'm I'm excited to just jump right in. You know, we talk about in diversity, equity, and inclusion and business practices, and you have this wonderful framework called P 
peak. And I'm so excited to dive into that. So let's just go right there. And so the first uh, letter in your framework, the P is for product. So tell us a little bit about how you move people through that framework. And if you want to go back and tell us about, you know, how or why you developed it, you can do that too. But then tell us a little bit about the P, the product. Sure. So, you know, this came, this framework did develop out of me working with my private clients. So, Mm -hmm. you know, this was a hands-on, the the process that I developed working uh, behind the scenes and getting them to a successful point. Uh, So, you know, I know it works is is really the bottom line there. Okay. Um, (laughs) But it, you need to follow a process and it helps to have a framework. When you have frameworks, you're able to think about things in different lights and think about your systems and build systems in each pillar of the framework. Mm-hmm. So, you know, P is uh, for product. And no matter what business we're in, it starts with your product, whether that is a physical product, whether your product is a digital product or a service that you provide. So I really work with clients on sizing up that product so that you're thinking about all of the different communities who could be purchasing your product or working with you for that service. So Mm -hmm. we think a lot about accessibility in terms of um, if it's a, um, a physical or a digital piece, like even things like contrast of colors, right? Readability, accessibility, um, when it's a digital piece, I work a lot with course creators. So I'll just use that as Mm -hmm. an example for this. Um, you know, you've got your product, people are trained now, I'm going to come watch a video, learn. Well, not everyone learns the same way. So we think about how can we take that video, that that course piece and translate it in different ways. So create an audio version and have that accessible. And, and, you know, this is not just for people for different learners, but I have clients who have their, their, um, their students and clients are commuters. So they want to be able to listen to something rather than watch it while they're driving Mm, to work in the Mm -hmm. car. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, how do we make it more accessible? Um, you know, things like captions on the videos, um, having transcripts and, uh, you know, available for download and even summaries, you know, um, I use the platform Kajabi. I'm a big fan of it. And one of the, um, and, and this is a core of, uh, goes across many different platforms, but one of the, the pieces there is that there's a, the layout is there's a video at the top and then a space at the bottom for text. And I find a lot of people don't use that space, but even mm-hmm. just having a summary of what's in the video and links to other resources or resources talked about in the video, it all comes into creating this encompassing product that provides the value and the lessons and that instruction, uh, you know, that content piece that you're really trying to get across in Mm -hmm. different ways and making it accessible to people so that they're able to find what they need, um, dive into each part that you're you're, um, creating as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, I love that. And so it, it's so interesting that you even talked about commuting because <laughs> there's so much diversity, right? When we think about different diversity categories and you think about different lifestyles, different family structures, mm-hmm. some people aren't just at home and they're able to look at things on a laptop all the time. They are running, they are needing to listen to it 
on their phone or watch it on their phone or or do other things besides, you know, the traditional sit at your desk and, and watch something. And so it's so very important to have all of these different forms of, of, of ways that people can ingest the information. So I, I love that piece. Yeah. And you need to think about who is your community and who can also be welcomed into your community. So, mm-hmm. you know, you might say, hey, oh, I don't have commuters, but it's, you still can have an audio piece for someone else or maybe be, by advertising that you have that, you're, inve- you're inviting different um people into your world now because you're making it more accessible. Mhm. Awesome. And so you're when you say inviting people in that that sends me to entry, the E. <laughs> uh so let's talk about the entry and and what that means in your framework and and how you incorporate inclusion into that. Sure. So entry is really the onboarding piece and mm-hmm. how do we bring people into our world once they've purchased a product, um, you know, how do we get them? The, the goal is always to have them engage with your content, whether that's a digital content or even a physical product, things like that. Um, we want them to engage. And so, you know, in business, things are very customer centric, which I get, and they should be, but I also like to try and think about the business owner's experience. So I just want to kind of wrap the peak peak framework within that, because a lot Mm -hmm. of what we do is about um, the joy and and our experience as business owners. So E is for entry. And the more you set up your entry um, with what your customer is going to need to access, they're able to go and help themselves. And, you know, part of this is not having customer service inquiries for you. I mean, think about it. If you have set things up, this is where to find this. Here's a link to that. This is the next step. And people clearly know they're able to engage and not say, Hey, where do I go? Whatever, you know, what do I do next? Um, you know, as solopreneurs or, or preneurs with small teams, Mm -hmm. we, you know, we can't field all those questions in addition to teaching and marketing and all of that, right? I have clients who have, you know, 500 plus people at a time in their programs. And if 500 people send in a a customer service, I don't know how to do this. Like I need all of them to just go in and engage and help themselves along the way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Mm -hmm. that's really what um, E is about is that entry piece. And it's thinking about, where people are coming from, what are their experiences, what do they need to know, um, and how to provide that. You know, I, I, I kind of say it's like being a good host in a lot of ways. You have a party and um, someone asked to use the restroom. You don't just say, yeah, go figure it out. You say, oh, it's down the hall to the left. It's just about showing um, that hosting skill of letting people know and taking care of them along the way. And and that's Mm -hmm. another piece of this. The more that you take care of your audience, they're going to feel that. So you want to think about that, um, where people are coming from and what their experiences are so you can provide what they need to know as well. 
Yeah, I love that perspective of um, how are you thinking about not only the client, but how you want to live your life and business. And this is super important for network marketers, because a lot of times you have teams of a thousand people. And if all of those people are asking you questions, you are absolutely not having the time freedom that you have been promised. Right. And so it's so important to be that great host. And sometimes uh, the being a great host means you have great signage, right? So like what you're saying is that you don't have to tell every person that comes into your house where the bathroom is. If you have a great sign there that says this way to the bathroom, (laughs) then they can go themselves. And then you're still being a great host because they know what to do. They know where to go. And that's, I think what you're saying with your, your entry piece is that it's you just got to tell people what to do without you having to tell people what to do. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's, you know, and it's, it's done. It's curated is really yeah. it. It's done with thought and care, but, uh, we can't have a personal touch in terms of, um, you taking everybody to the bathroom and showing them. Right. Exactly. They, you know, but it's done thoughtfully. And that's really what we try and do with our customer journey is be thoughtful about it. You know, every one of us who has a product or a business has a customer journey. And so you want to think about those steps along the way. What does your customer need to know at each stage along the way as well? And as you're thinking about the customer journey, how have you incorporated uh, diversity and inclusion in that um, thought process? So how do people really think about different races, ethnicities, um, different um, you know, family structures, lifestyles? How do we think about that as we're moving through the thought process of the customer journey? Well, I think, you know, first of all, you have to look at what your existing um system is, right? And start Mm -hmm. to say, what lens are you bringing to it? You know, what's your lens? I'm bringing this lens to it. So I'm bringing a white woman lens from the Northeast. So I'm looking at it in a particular way. So how can we start to think about, I'm outreaching to different, um, different geographic areas. How can I start thinking about what their needs are? You know, it could be as simple as time zones and calls, mm-hmm. right? And thinking, oh, I have people who are on the West Coast now and I need to be thoughtful about that. I have people who are you know, from Europe now and it's in the opposite direction on the time zone. So you start to think about what communities you're marketing to as well and what their needs are. Um, mm-hmm. And then you can start incorporating that into... Uh, your systems, because it's really, you're ultimately in control of your systems. And I do want to just say too, that systems are never finite, right? They're malleable and we're always learning. And as you know, the best way to um, adjust your system is to pay attention to the questions that you're asked. So Mm. if people are asking questions about your, your product or your process or your program, you haven't made yourself clear, which is okay. Like we're not beating ourselves up over this. We're saying, all right, I've got to go and add that to my marketing and make it clearer that this is my process or this is my system or this Mm -hmm. is who I serve even, right? Like, hey, a lot of times people say, is this for me? Yes. Okay, that is an, if people are asking if this is for you, then you can, that's an opportunity to start to say, who is that person asking the question and how can I be um, 
more inclusive in my copy, in what I'm putting out there, all of that, and in my systems. Mm-hmm. And I love the action that you um, said there, and that's just starting where you are. And so if you know the different diversity categories within the small group that you have, at least just start there. And so it doesn't seem so overwhelming. And so if I have a commuter, a single mom and um, a, a woman, then I need to know that I am going or a man, then I'm going to say, OK, well, what do I need to concentrate on? on these diversity categories, then I can keep expanding and keep uh, thinking more about what I need to do to to grow um, in this area. And it's not only just thinking about it, but what actions do I take to adjust my systems? And so start small, think about the diversity categories that you already have, make sure that you're attentive to them because you can't say, I'm going to bring in all of these diverse people and then you're not even attentive to the diversity that you have on your team or in your course already, right? <laughs> so I love that. And you piece. don't have to, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. I'm going to bring yeah. in all these diverse categories. It's yeah. just, like you said, starting small and adding to it and then seeing who those communities are and who is giving you feedback as well, Mm -hmm. asking you questions, all of that. You start to adjust and say, oh, okay, I can make, um, I can make tweaks to my process and my marketing and my systems so that people aren't asking those questions next time. And they're seeing it and feeling it to be able to come in. Mm hmm. Yes. And so we talked a little bit about not having to tell everybody where the bathroom is and have something that automatically tells them. So that moves into your A, which is the automation. And so let's talk about that. What happens with the the A and the automations? So automation is about if you've got to do something more than once, more than twice, I'd say. Uh, you want to automate that. You know, again, we are singular people running businesses for the most mm-hmm. part. And so you want to think about tools as a way to help you. They uh, Tools can be a digital uh, assistant to you. Uh, you know, most tools are really um, affordable in the scheme of things compared to hiring a person and they can really leverage your time so much more. So mm-hmm. I automate a lot in my business um, and a lot in my clients' communication in what they're doing. And with this, you really need to understand your customer journey. You need to know the different steps that they're taking along the way and the steps that you want them to take along the way. Um, You know, one of the questions I always have my clients answer is what's next? You know, Mm -hmm. like, okay, they've gone through this process. What's next? Because when you give people a good experience, They want to know what's next. And again, there's no wrong answer here. You can have, it can be, um, I'm going to put you on my email list. It can be, oh, I'm going to put you into another product because now you've graduated type of thing. There is no wrong answer, but that again is part of the customer journey. And all of this, when you know that process, you can automate all of this. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can have emails that send out at certain junctures in the relationship, at certain places in the course. I know that the third module is going to be really tough. And so some of the ways that you can also really be inclusive with this process is 
Let's say you send an email. I know this third module is going to be tough. Here's how you can get support. No, you don't stay stuck. You reach Mm -hmm. out, you know, and I'm going to let you know how to do that. So um, those are some of the things that we do with automation. And it really helps free up your time because again, we are creating systems in our business. So mm-hmm. once something is, is, is in a system, you don't need to keep doing it again. And again, this also gets tweaked along the way. Nothing is finite. Oh, this happened. We should send another email then. Okay. That makes sense mm-hmm. now. So, you know, automations are your friend and a lot of people get scared by them because they involve tech. Um, yeah. you know, I'm doing air quotes, everyone, uh, you know, the scary tech piece, but you can just take it again, one step at a time, one process at a time. What can I find that's going to help me figure this out and create a process? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, so you just kind of went to this piece, which is the K and that's keep in touch. And so right. as, as you're keeping in touch with the people, um, I always say, don't just drop people off after they've given you their money. How do you, how do we keep in touch? How do, what are the processes that you put in place to keep in touch? And listen, all business is about relationships. And that's mm-hmm. really, if you're viewing it that way, you're in the right mindset, right? So we want to keep in touch and keep in touch can mean many things. Keep in touch can be during the process, right? I want you to know while you're in the midst of this process that I'm here for you and I'm taking care of you and I'm guiding mm-hmm. you through the steps. Um, and this keep in touch can, some of that can be automated, right? Like I can set up an email sequence that you get for so long, along the way. Um, keep in touch can be at the end where I, you've, you've gone through a process or a course, or you've used a product. And now I'm going to put you on my email list so that you are hearing from me, um, along the way, Mm -hmm. uh, keep in touch can be, you can direct them to, Hey, I do a lot on YouTube or I am very, I post every week or every day on TikTok. Make sure Mm -hmm. you follow me there, right? Directing people to how you can continue to communicate them and build and further that relationship. Uh, so keep in touch is one that it it's it goes the whole length, even though it comes mm-hmm. at the end of the framework. It's Absolutely. kind of woven along everything along I the love way. That. Yes. And I um, we I often talk about that when we talk about dissemination of of information and that dissemination happens from the beginning of a process, not just at the end. Because if it just happens at the end, then people are waiting to know the results or to to have follow-up or to have any kind of information. And so when we learn to start to keep in touch from the beginning, then it's a, a normal process and people are more likely to be uh, retained in our systems, right? And so I, I love that. And, you know, we, I, I mentioned email a lot, but email is not the only way to keep in touch. Right. And that's another way to bring inclusion, you know, diversity, DEI into what you're doing is think about the different means and um, processes that you can use to keep in touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be a Facebook group. That could be text messaging. That could be... Um, you know, having people, again, subscribe to a social media platform like TikTok, where they're following you along the way. So there's all of these different ways to communicate. Um, and you can offer multiple ways as well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be one singular approach. 
Awesome. Well, I have absolutely loved this framework, Sandra. Product, entry, automations, and keep in touch. Um, Anything else that you want to leave with the inclusive networker community as you are uh, ending today? Yes, I would love to invite your audience to come and listen to my podcast, The Long Game. Um, There are a lot of um, business practices, strategies, mindset work that we do there. um, And it and we are very uh, sensitive to these conversations and these concepts in terms of relationship building and inclusion um, and diversity there. So uh, you can come and find me at thelonggamepodcast.net to listen in there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sandra. And thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Inclusive Networker Podcast. Thank you again to my fabulous guest, Sandra Stiano. You will find her information in the show notes and we will see you on the next episode of the Inclusive Networker. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inclusive Networker. You can find out all the information for our fabulous guests today in the show notes. But don't forget to subscribe to the Inclusive Networker podcast and to look out for a new episode each week on YouTube and wherever you enjoy your podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ramona. And as always, remember, I see you and I'm cheering you on and I dare you to defy limits. See you on the next episode of The Inclusive Networker.